Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Kaz. You are listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Stay tuned for the next hour as friends have fun sharing many insightful gems which will allow you to realize and value that we are all unique. Yes, we are all unique. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Well, hello, Karen. Oh, you got in first, Kaz. Not very often that happens. No, not very often. Well, seeing you're um, on, on to things today, what's today's theme? Today's theme is calling, and I don't mean cooey. No? Or, no. Or calling you on the phone? <laughs> No, I don't mean that either. It's your calling. It's your calling. So there is no greater gift you can give or receive than to honour your calling. It's why you were born and how you become most truly alive. That's Oprah. That was Oprah. She's amazing, isn't she? I am so excited today. About our guest today. I know. I've been waiting to get her on the show for quite a while. And I reached out just a couple of weeks ago and she was available because she's flying all over the world now. I know, she's so busy. I know, she is. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to say what she is because you're about to introduce her and then we can allow her to speak. Yes. So today our special guest is Jen Cudmore. Jen is an alignment coach and an author of an Amazon bestseller, Entrepreneurship, The Inside Game. Jen specialises in helping people who desire to perform at their best every day, people who can't afford to have a bad day. Jen utilises coaching and kinesiology skills to access the deeper issues that need to be cleared for a person to move forward. Jen Cudmore is motivated by working on what people can achieve in the world when they are loving being their best. She believes that when we are doing what we are truly called to do, many of the day-to-day issues dissolve and we engage and exercise our full power. And this not only transforms us in the paradigm of creating abundance, it can transform everyone we come in contact with. And ultimately, this impact can be felt across the globe, almost like flight paths on a plane. Welcome, Jen. Jen. Hello, hello. Oh, Jen, I'm so excited because not only are you in the studio with us, it's your birthday. Yep, it's my birthday. Happy birthday, Jen. And just... Because no one can see what we're doing. We're actually eating cake and drinking champagne in honour of Jen's birthday. And normally, <laughs> and normally we're just drinking coffee tea. or yeah. tea. <laughs> Jen, calling. It's pretty obvious why you chose that theme today, but can you elaborate on it? Yes, I was thinking about what, you know, you'd ask me what would be the theme and I thought a lot about it and I, I thought, is it flow? What is flow? And... You know, what I, how I normally get a lot of my ideas is I was walking the beach and I was asking for what it would be and very quickly we got the word calling. So calling is how you be in flow. It's how you stay in flow with what you're doing. If you're following your calling, there is flow. So calling, You come alive. You come you? alive. Yes. You, get, you, get, you get the flow. So you can't get the flow without the calling. And you sort of lose time too, don't you? You definitely lose time, yeah. Yes. Which is totally amazing. It's amazing how many of the people that we speak with and chat with get a lot of their inspiration and grounding from walking on the beach. Wet sand. Yeah. Yes. Wet or sand. even putting your feet in the water. Mm. It's, a, it's just you feel like all the tension in your body releases. It's drained out or something. Yes. Yeah. It sort of goes out with the tide coming in and out. And, and for me it's horizons too to be able to yes. see my eyes to see as far as they can. 
kind of resets something. That's so interesting because I yeah. just moved from Narrabeen to Balgala and I was, I'm going to miss my horizon. And that is so true. So now I'll make an effort of, of walking to Manly and seeing the horizon because I, I agree. It does. I think when you look. It's amazing. Yeah, so that when you actually look out, it's like, wow, the opportunities are endless. Like there is anything out there. Whereas endless. if you yeah, yeah. If, whereas if you're walking somewhere else and you're surrounded by buildings, there's a block here, there's a block there or something like that. So and, it's, and it's, of, def- it's definitely worth getting in the car for that too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm a 20-minute drive for my horizons. Lately I've been doing a, a run on that instead of the gym because I've just needed that reset. Yes. So, yeah, jump in the car for a horizon. It's, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, that's great advice as always, Jen. Yes. So full of great advice. So our first song for today. Okay. So because I, I think chose it just goes really yes. well with jo- what we're talking Jen, about. Jen chose most of the songs, but I chose this one because I just think it fits in perfectly with Calling. And it's Susan Boyle, who I was born to be. So enjoy, everyone. Welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 or 90.3, your community radio station. I just love that song. It just makes you realise, or to me, it just means I'm living the life that I was born to live, whereas so many people are not. They're living someone else's life. That's what that song means to me. And, and I know with Susan Boyle, she looked after her mum for a long time and stuff like that. So I just feel that was... So for her, it was like, now this is what she was born to do. Yes. To be a singer. Yeah, and to be her own yeah. person. Yeah. I just love it. Mm. Anyway, back to Jen. Back to yes, Jen. Jen. Jen, kinesiology. Please explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, people always ask that question. They say, you know, what's kinesiology? Yeah. So kinesiology is really based on science. It's a science. And the first thing I say to people when they ask me that is, have you got an iPhone? They go, yes. And I say, do you know how it works? I mean, how do you get those text messages? How do the emails come through? How come, you know, you can send that message and someone will get it? And they go, I don't know. And I say, well, would that stop you using an iPhone? They go, no. I said, that's what the same same as kinesiology. Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean you can't use it. You That's don't have to believe in it. You can just use it. I understand that, Jen. But can you explain a little bit further what it actually is? So, you know, like traditional kinesiology is based on the body. So the body will use like a biofeedback mechanism to tell you what's out of alignment. So, you know, all the muscles relate to organs and it's based on Chinese medicine. So all organs have their own list of emotions that are connected to that. So there's all these uh, sort of like trigger points on the body or alarm points, they call them, that you can touch. And if there's the muscle, uh, you know, your muscle test with an arm or whatever you're muscle testing with shows a weakness or a release, then we know, okay, there's there's a message about that part of the body. Is it something emotional as well? And there's different ways that you can balance that. Are you connecting to the um, subconscious? Uh, you can be. You can, you're connecting to the whole system. Yeah. So That's what I always feel. Whenever I've had kinesiology with you, I always feel that you're like the conduit talking to my subconscious, my whole body, telling me what is out of alignment, what's wrong, what's, what's an issue, emotional, whatever it is. So when you it. say out of alignment, there's lots of different... Um, 
things or people that you would go to like physios and osteopaths and chiros and that that put you back in alignment but that's for more of a skeletal uh skeletal yes is that right because then you can go and have acupuncture that deals with certain points too in the muscles look i think all those things Anything you do on your body can interface. I mean, you'll, you'll talk to physios and they'll put someone back into a balance and they'll have an emotional release on the table. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so we don't want to say that kinesiology is the one that can do all this. That if all these things, and in fact, acupuncture interfaces with the um, chakra system and yeah. all the energetic systems. So when you are having acupuncture, sometimes a few emotions can come up for you or you can actually have a release. So, you know, kinesiology is just a little bit more direct with that, with, with those concepts. We are, we're looking for everything we can and we're balancing yeah. it. But you don't do actual manoeuvres, do you? Like You, you can do, do. you, you can do. do. Yeah. Okay. And there's all, the thing you've got to understand about kinesiology is it's muscle testing. And so, you know, you'll go to a naturopath convention and people are pretty much similar people. You go to a kinesiology conference, everyone's so different because they're using kinesiology in very different ways. Mm. Yes. So, you know, really it's muscle testing. So now I don't even, I do it remotely on Skype and I'm not even touching people's bodies. You know, so this is again, I I have, have a kinesiology background that's given me a lot of information about different codes and ways of working with people and I can just do my own muscle testing with different charts, connect with the person on Skype and so, do and do the shifts that way. So that amazes me that you can do a muscle test on a person over Skype without touching them. Yeah, so that you know what's Because we're all energetically connected. Yeah, that but, um, but you know what's really interesting? Like you'll get on a Skype with a with a counsellor or a psychologist they're reading body language all the time. Mm. They have their instincts. Real, good coaches don't use muscle testing anyway, and they just know there's something here. They can feel it. I'm, I'm just, I just love kinesiology, so I use my muscle testing to go, hang on, you've just said that you've got this emotion around that and you're really angry at that person. It's not that. What are, you, what, are, what are you really angry at? And I'll just be muscle testing. Hang on, then this isn't it. So they'll give you an answer and they'll go, I'm angry because so-and-so did this in your muscle test and go, no, that's not why because your body's not telling me that's why. Yeah, people joke no. about it because I say, no, that's not it. Mm. It's quite blunt. They go, you know, people, you know, these yeah. sometimes quite, you know, influential leaders and quite important people will sort of tell me what's going on, quite sure that they know what's happening in, in the business or the conflict they've got with their uh, their business partner, I'll go, no, that's not it. Go, oh. So that's coming out of their mind and not, yeah, not yeah, their they're heart. Not in their heart they're, they're not, not in their heart. Topic. They're not feeling it intuitively, so not, to speak. Not necessarily. It may be that they just haven't gone deeper. I mean, right. that's, my, that's what my core kind of calling is, I think, mm. if yes. I want to use that word, yes. is finding the truth or finding the hidden thing. Yes, that might be, that might totally be so but I'm trying to find the deepest pattern that we can that we can break through for them to really move forward so no it's not quite it hang on let's go deeper yeah. let's you, find you're, not, deep. you're not looking at the symptom you're looking at the cause yeah and that leads us into our next song which is beautiful day by you too and that's what you actually create for everyone Jen yes. is their beautiful day and let me tell you you know about the song too because um, you'd ask me the question, you might ask me later, how do I keep balance? You know, with the family, I talk about rhythms. And one of the things that I did, I did with my sons was I'd, I loved lying at the beach. So every weekend, we'd just smash this out full bore, beautiful day, drive to Palmy, 
Palm Beach, watch them surf. And so that, that was the kind of ritual they knew that I was going to blast this song. So I really like this song. So there you go. <laughs> I enjoy okay. everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. I just had a picture then of Jen and the family in a combi with surfboards on the top, <laughs> driving down the road, singing at the top of their voices. You don't yeah. drive a combi though, do you, Jen? No, I've got a car full of sand. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jen, do you have a favourite quote? Yeah, one do... that keeps you, you know, do you have it stuck on your fridge or is it something that just... I don't have it stuck you? on the fridge, actually. Really? <laughs> no, but I do have this on my LinkedIn profile. Yep. Well. It's like the, the business fridge. Um, and it's Things Don't Change We Do by Henry David Thoreau. And I just really like this because mm. I really believe, I just see this time and time and time again in my work when people change, there's just a chain reaction of everybody getting the healing from that or the change from that. So definitely that, that quote. Yeah, I love that too. Um, also because that's what life is about, mm. is, you know, you, you look at, um, people they want to be young forever and you go but why mm. you've experienced that and it's it's like um, you know if the past comes knocking don't answer because it's got nothing new to tell you yeah you've already been there exactly so why don't you just you know experience everything and embrace change yeah, and people don't know how to embrace change and we we're sort of designed not to want to change well, it's sort of stepping out. It's stepping into something of the unknown yes. and outside the comfort, comfort isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this is the whole thing about paradigm shift or shifting into a new change. You can't sort of work to get there. You've got to sort of, it's almost like pass through a membrane to find it. Mm-hmm. So change is a very, and sometimes you'll change to be like the people around you or the people that you perceive to be successful. And this is what I'm about. It's like we go to the inside change. It might be something way better than you'd ever imagined. And when you get aligned to it, then you're sort of aligning universally and amazing things can happen, things you could never imagine. Yes. So that's the name of your book then? The yes, inside, the inside game. game. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I was just talking about changes just sort of come into my mind. My, we, I had to write a vision statement with my coaches and um, – and I came up with, I believe I can unblock the sacred infinite possibilities and top influences so that when they change, they create change for everyone. So that's, you know, like a, even a sort of a big picture paradigm shift. If I can get these leaders to really lift their vibration and really change and become even more opening, if you like, and following their calling, it actually has a ripple effect through a whole organisation. So what type of leaders are you talking about now? Um, Entrepreneurial leaders mainly. Mm, Not political leaders? No. Unfortunately, political leaders seem to have their hands tied. Well, I have worked on some political, uh, one in particular, uh, who is very involved um, with Aboriginal affairs and it was, it's, it's very intense for them and it's similar to corporate Mm-hmm. I find it's like there's a real density as to the parameters for how they can change, but that's not to say they can't and they can't shift the paradigm of an organisation, but it's they have to have a lot of resilience mm-hmm. and a lot of support to do that because it's a dense environment. That's yes. why, that's why I, I do get a lot of pleasure from working with the entrepreneurs because they're, just, they're, just, they're the decision makers 
and they're dreaming up new things all the time, which is really fun. Yeah, so every session, I guess, with them is always a different one. Absolutely. Yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah. It's funny, my, I was treating my, my son asked me for a session the other day and said, oh, mum, is this what you do with... I said, yeah, everyone's got a different story. Everything's so new. It's so different. It's really interesting. You can see his eyes sort of, wow, this is really cool because it's never the same. Yeah. Wow, what a... <laughs> Imagine being one of your children, Jen, and them. you're asking them a question and they're going, well, do I tell the truth or do I lie? Because if I tell a lie, <laughs> mum's going to come up muscle test and, and go, no, that's age. not and the truth. And they're teenagers. They do. they do. I do that all the time. My husband calls me the lie detector. Yes. <laughs> but it was really cool on New Year's Eve. My 15-year-old was texting me going, mum, should we come home or should we head off to the, ne- to the, you know, the, the next party or whatever? The, not the party. It was just the fireworks. And I'd go... It's coming up fireworks, and you go, you like, he really trusted yeah. that. And yeah. there's all his mates finding out what mum's muscle testing, like, where are we going? Anyway, it's a bit of fun. All his friends must think you're such a cool mum. Well, they think I'm um, voodoo or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll call me, they're a bit sort of wary of me because I kind of know them. I've treated some of them since they were little, and they kind of know that I'm on their side, but I'm watching because I'm, I'm also quite strict. <laughs> And I'm down. I'm down on drugs. So I'm very strict and what, on the on the lookout. I think everyone's down on drugs. Yeah, totally. So Jen, I just want to go back a little bit. I yeah. Everyone has everything they require inside of them. It's just about finding it. Yes. And I always feel that you are the person that assists people. You know, when you talk about your coaching and everything like that, you get rid of people's blocks or their limiting beliefs that are getting in their way. Is that correct in the way I've said that? I always like to say that they get rid of them, but Mm -hmm. I hold the space. I kind of, I think human beings need to be witnessed sometimes. So, you know, I work away on myself a lot and pick up different blocks. I had one this morning on the beach, for instance, but now and then I need to be witnessed, whether it's from a friend or particularly from another therapist. I've got a little kinesiologist that I see. And I think that's what I offer in a way. It's like an unconditional, loving kind of a space, but it's it's quite an upbeat space as well. And it's mm. and it's also got a an outcome. Okay, we want you to be. We're not just gonna go through life feeling lovely and renovate the kitchen that's and right. maybe have a trip to Fiji. No, there's got to be something bigger. And oh I, yeah. And I had a client the other day that was it's like leading a legacy type. Yeah, thing. and. It actually brings up more power for them. Someone was, you know, really stressed about their, their school fees for their children. That was why they were going for jobs. I said, you've got to drop this. Let's let's clear it. We've got mm. to get you into the leadership that you're meant to be doing beyond just worried about yourself. Yes. And that's when you get the assistance. That's when big change happens, when you'll get all that support from, I call it God, some people call it the universe. Or the source. Yeah, or source. Mm. Yeah, and it's, and it's good to call it any of those things because some people get a little funny when you say the when, word God. When you bring religion into it, I guess. Yeah. My, yeah. my favourite word for it at the moment is the loving presence. Oh, I like nice. that. Because it means yeah. you're in the present. And I, and I was talking the other day with someone about it. When people try and look within, they mm. get confused. They think, no, it's not that good in there. So to think of the loving presence beside you as sometimes – a little bit easier for us as human beings to you yes. know, fathom mm. that, we're, that we've got a loving presence with us. And we all have our guides. We do. And they are. They're not just standing behind us. They're standing all around us. And they are. They're, they're continually giving us guidance and love, but we don't trust it. We're too busy trusting the other person and who may be into their stuff. Yeah, which... and it's a journey. I mean, I was just talking about this this morning with my husband 
it's part of our responsibility to be always checking in. Are we in, you know, how's the synchronicity of that? How's, what's the emotion that's coming up? What's my responsibility in that? Hang on, that's a bit of a mirror. Actually, that's not mine. So, you know, you don't just go along and then work on yourself. It's, you're just in flow, kind of constantly checking in with signs and signals and, and, um, and trying to stay at peace. That leads us perfectly mm-hmm. into song three, which is another song you've chosen, Under the Milky Way by The Church, which is our Australian band for this week. So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. Please like us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. So, Jen, a lot of times we ask our guests financial freedom. What does it mean to them and what would they do if they had it? Yes, it's... Financial freedom is a funny concept to me because I wouldn't like to think that I haven't got financial freedom now because that would make me feel bad and I don't like feeling bad. If I'm feeling bad, I'm not going to do my best work. For me, I always try to act as though I have everything that I've got now and I mean, there's even times when I had I decided to stay home with my little babies and for seven years so I might have, we had one income, and, you know, it was, it was, at times it was tough. And I'd always felt like I was a millionaire. I'd be walking up and down Bondi Beach. I might have just enough money that day for a bit of, a bit of food and a nappy. Or I might think, oh, I might just put the nappy off the kid for the day. You know, I really felt like a millionaire. And, you know, we grew up with money and all that kind of thing. You know, I went to private school and things. But so I learnt at a very early time that not to ever feel like I didn't have everything. It's a perception. Yeah. It's a perception. At the same time, I've been, I've been learning a lot about this uh, in the last year and so, having a paradigm of ultimate wealth and be always in that space as you're enjoying the simple things of what you've got. It helps living on the northern beaches. That's, oh, yeah. We've got nothing to complain about. You know, like, it's unbelievable. So I'm very content with, you know, a lie on the beach, a walk. I don't have to go on the, I don't have to go on the seaplane. I do go to the restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's my feeling of, you But know, you don't go every night. I go every Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, and, and it's really interesting up-leveling your abundance and it's a really important thing to do and, and something that I've really uh, be, been studying a lot lately and working a lot with clients on. So there's absolutely no prizes for poverty consciousness and, it, and it's very sly. It's a very slimy eel. Yeah. It's a yeah. slimy eel that'll get in your, in your boots and you won't know you've got it. As soon as you've got any kind of envy or you're starting to fit in with the people around you as to what your prices should be, you're in, you're in poverty consciousness. Yeah, totally. And, and, and you have to be vigilant. You're in the water, you're in the flow, and there could be an eel in your boots, so you've just got to keep an eye out. The thing that was a really good paradigm shift for me, I was at a mastermind in America last year, and there was a $600 million guy, and he got us to do this exercise, and there was about 30 people in the room. Some of them were already millionaire entrepreneurs, and he got us to write down what he called our F-off money. Yep. And everyone, you know, started with a couple of million. And it was funny because as we, w- we were doing it for a couple of, at least an hour and a half, it went dark. As it, I just remember that the room went, started to go dark because it's the end of the day. By the end of it, I had 600 million. Because I, as we kind of, I was in that sort of really expansive space, 
we began to realise that if what would be the real F off money? That would be telling everything that you didn't like to F off. So that would be lobbying governments. That would be, for me, I had a couple of million at least invested in mentors who were really good at financial mm. management, not just financial management, but who are, who are the you have to have money to move in those circles yes, to course. find out who the influences are. So yes. anyway, it's just really it was a really interesting um, experiment, and it made me think differently. And it was interesting looking around the room. By the end of it, hardly anyone was just putting up their hand saying, I want to put my kids through college, which Americans talk a lot about. Yeah. Mm. Um, I want, you know, five houses. They were all going to world change. So this is where we've got to remember, when we're just thinking about building our houses and having holidays and owning properties. Very insular. It's very insular. And you will only get so much from yes. that. So much from life, so much from that. So when you open up to that sort of greater calling, as we're talking about today, there's a whole lot of assistance that comes through and a whole lot of, you know. At the end of the exercise, Jen, when you look back at it, what did you learn about yourself? What was really interesting is um, I didn't have, this probably sounds a bit funny, but I didn't, a lot of them were giving a lot of their money to their kids Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a lot of that. I think I had about eight million in property, which obviously, yeah. you know, leverages things for them. But it was more about outward seeing, and 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 maybe that was hoping that would be the legacy that I'd leave my children, that they would be outward looking, the difference they can yeah. make in the world, mm-hmm. and not yeah. about themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, you look at Bill and Melinda Gates; they don't leave a lot to their kids. Sure, they'll be wealthy, but the bulk of their estate is going to other causes. Yeah, and that they learn from that. There's prosperity not in Not only that. that, you learn so much more from the money that you earn, not what you're given. You just take what you're given as, yeah, easy come, easy go, whereas mm. when you've actually invested in yourself and you've then achieved all your goals or anything like that, it always means so much more. That's right, yeah. Than anything mm. you're given. So that's, that's such a beautiful exercise. I love that. It was a re- and, you know, he, he took hours because he got us to write down to the detail where the property was that we were buying. Oh, wow. Oh, what, oh, that's so you could start so to visualise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it, yeah. You know, it, was, it was pretty full on, actually. Invoking the senses makes yeah. it and makes that, And so that's why, as real. I was doing it, I had to upgrade the money because I thought, well, you know, I think I had 10 sandstone, you know. Oh, I love sandstone. And your uh, husband does sandstone. Yeah, retreats throughout the country where people could go and work on generational wounding. You know, like your juices start going. Generational wounding, what is that? uh, That's sort of, I think that's sort of one of my specialties is working out if you have any inherited wounds because there's always a ceiling on what you can achieve as far as the paradigm that you live in based on what you carry in your DNA. For instance, from an entrepreneurial point of view, if you haven't had entrepreneurs in the family it's really hard to become a really good one you often see you know those people hit that ceiling and so is it just from your parents or generations uh, back? the spiritual gurus or the people who are really clever at this stuff say seven generations yes but it's come up in sessions with me where we've gone beyond that so oh wow doesn't necessarily mean you know this but, but you think seven generations back um, and Kaz and I are a bit older than you, but even so, it takes it back into the 1800s. That's right. You know, early 1800s, even late late 1700s. So it's interesting, isn't it, that the times yeah. they lived in. That's right. Um, a lot of, lot of poverty itself, consciousness they, yeah, or cruelty. Very, and A lot of scarcity. A lot of, and for women, you know, I know you've got a yes. really strong female crusade and 
there's very few women that don't have a lack of value based oh, yes. on the last few generations. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, sort of clearing that kind of stuff vibrationally or from a cellular yes. level with some of the work that we're doing yeah. can, can be I'm profound. sure a lot of them would have passed with a lot of unfulfilled potential. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, we're going into our next song, which is a Prince song, mm. Let's Go Crazy. And that's what happens normally when we, we hang out together. with Miss Jen and, <laughs> and Miss Kaz, isn't it? So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. there's something that you've really enjoyed in our show today and you'd like to follow up on that, please go to our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Well, that was boppy, wasn't it? He did go a bit crazy in the end, though, didn't he? (laughs) (laughs) So, Jen, the things that you're passionate about are not random. They are your calling. Have you always known that you wanted to be a healer or wanted to follow this? How did you get into kinesiology or how was it? How were you made aware of this? Well, I've always used kinesiology. Whenever I've gone to different healers or had other uh, modalities, I've always found that kinesiology, uh, kinesiology seemed to hit the, hit the mark for me. But from what age? Like, oh, were you like a teenager at school? How did you even in my hear 20s, about this? In my 20s, yeah. yeah. So not till my 20s. Everyone breathed a bit of a sigh of relief when I, they found out I was going to go to study it because I was one of those sort of intense people that was always... Healing people? Working on people, digging deep. So it was like, oh, thank goodness. Is it in your family? So that's, that's a good question. My mum is doing some sort of work that is like she has a healing service. She does her, she's a minister. She has like a healing service. Okay. And my dad, um, he actually does some healing stuff through their kind of faith. I had a little boy run up to him. He did some work on this little boy that couldn't, couldn't walk. Um, and they did, you know, the prayer and all the, thing, the things that they do. And the little boy ran back to his parents and everyone couldn't believe it. So he's, I think he's open to definitely having a bit of a healing gift. Yeah. So it looks, it sounds like it's yeah, something totally. within your family that you've So how, how when you're um, coaching people, mm. how do you not take on their stuff? Is, is there a ritual that you do before and after you have a session? Look, I wash my hands. Um, I'm working in what I call the hologram. So I open up like a circuit which is their circuit, so it's not my, um, it's not my energy. It's theirs. And so just, you're outside of that. I'm outside. Well, I, I'm. Plus, I don't. I don't believe that I'm going to. Yeah. Okay. And also, yep. and I think you get really carried away with rituals. And I'm, you know, some some of the really specialised spiritual healers kind of really get into that stuff. And they need yep. it. I'm just sort of busy helping people. So I'm sort of. Yeah. And but I do check in. Sometimes if I can't sleep, I'll I'll check in, and there'll be a client that I've picked up, and I just um I just kind of clear do you, that. Do for your myself. family ever say something like you're different tonight, Mum? Maybe do something. Oh, like they'd that. probably just think I'm cranky a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it when I when I've picked up because you can't get out of a a bit of a negative thinking or oh, okay. and I'll check in or I feel a bit dense. I don't feel as vibrant, and I'll just clear it. Oh, okay. Oh, easy. And I, and I, you know, my kinesiologist checks in on me and clears stuff, and 
So energetically checks in on you? Well, I'll have a session and she'll we'll make sure. I'll say, is there and if I've got anybody's energy, you know, what's going on? But I think you get paranoid thinking that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the best intention is you're there to help people. You're going to do as much as you can to help them. And that is your best protection. And that's good advice for anyone mm. when they're out in the world, you know, like if you've got negative friends or, you know, negative family members, just to see that your intention is to love them as much as you can and move through like a like a rocket. <laughs> so like for a someone rocket. to come and see you or connect with you. Yeah, well connect so an with you. To connect with you. Or not even an entrepreneur, but just an everyday person that may have a lot of stuff going on that they're just not coping with. Yeah. Come and see is kinesiology a way to assist? Absolutely, see a yeah. kinesiologist. Yeah. Absolutely, and you know it's very hard to get a bad kinesiologist okay. because the modality is so good. Mm. I think everyone needs to have a kinesiologist in their back pocket that they see at least every couple of months to integrate mm. what's happening in their lives and make sure that they're, you know, physically tracking tracking along well as well. Yeah, because a lot of people wouldn't even know what kinesiology is, let alone know to go to a kinesiologist when they're. They've got um, yep, totally. when they're struggling with things, not you know, oh, like especially if emotionally, got, family yeah, wise, especially if you've got trauma, grief, shock. Yeah, get to a kinesiologist. Actually, I refer a lot of that kind of work now to my kinesiologist because I'm concentrating more on on coaching the entrepreneurs. But you know, occasionally I'll 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 just feel like I want to help someone. I had someone ring the other day that needed to go overseas and. I just helped her on the phone because it was quick and easy mm. and she had a trauma around going back to Serbia because there'd been a tragedy associated with that. So we yeah, just cool. made sure she's in, in the pocket for that. Oh, beautiful. Mm. So what other beautiful tips? Because as always, we're running out of time. So what is your inspiring tip for our listeners? So talking about calling. So following your calling is actually a paradigm shift. So you can't get to the new paradigm by carrying on with what you're doing or even working towards it. So you're not going to find your calling just by working, you know, towards it. It's got to be an inside shift. It's got to be something that comes from the inside. So when you're trying to find the right path or make the right decision about your future, particularly with regards to work, Mm. the easiest thing to do is just think about what you're good at and what you enjoy and what you do really easily. And it's usually a couple of things like... You know, Karen, you've mashed a couple of really, you know, really interesting traits to create this really creative expression of yourself at the moment. Thank you. And and that's what we can do. Like, we're all really unique. You don't just use one trait. You mash a couple of talents together, Mm. and there you've got your unique way. So when you call those talents in and you really bring them as, I'm really good at that, but actually I'm really good at that as well. I'm going to mash those together your gifts and your talents will actually guide you and that's what following your calling is your calling is calling you from the inside what are your gifts what are your talents what can you mash together to serve others yes. that's where the prosperity that's is that's the key yeah serving yeah it's for others it's for the world it's about leaving a legacy so the world can be a better place and it's universal law like if you yes. want to be aligned with universal law you want to have a good life you want it to flow you want peace you know, you can, you can, you've got free will. You can do something else if you like. But if you want to feel that love and that peace, you, you first think about serving others and then you'll be served yourself. 
Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you, Jen. You've been such an amazing guest. We could keep talking to you for ages. Yeah. So, Jen, we're going to put a link on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom, for people to connect with you. However, is there another way that they connect? Uh, yeah, well, go to my website, www.jencudmore.com.au. Don't forget the AU. There's a, an American author. It's just Jen, Jen Cudmore. You can actually go there and click on the link and get my book for free if you like. I'll send you a PDF and just read that. There's a there's a healing uh, technique in there or a clearing technique, I call it, that will help you just clear your energy and and um, and function really well. So awesome. that, that's just there. That's so if you, it's a really short read. So No, well, thanks for sharing your book with everyone, all our listeners. Yeah, excellent. So we're going out, Kaz. Our with last a song. song is by Dionne Warwick. Do you know the way to San 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 Jose? Can I just say, which is where I just went for a wonderful mastermind. And that's why you chose the song. And luckily the song was there because I would have called it San Jose. Yes. So because of the song, I knew not to call it that. (laughs) (laughs) So enjoy, everybody. And Kaz, I'll see you next next week. week. Bye, everyone. Thank you. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz. Until next time, may your days be filled with love and gratitude. And remember, we'll see you in the mirror. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches, 88.7 or 90.3. If you've enjoyed our conversations today and you would like more information, please connect with us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom.